today we have a gift, a special gift given to the world. Let's journey together on this episode of The Catholic Corner. Welcome to the Theory to Action podcast, where we examine the timeless treasures of wisdom from the great books in less time to help you take action immediately and ultimately to create and lead a flourishing life. Now, here's your host, David Kaiser. Hello, I am David, and welcome back to this Theory to Action podcast and to this special segment we call The Catholic Corner. Yesterday for Roman Catholics was the feast day of St. John Paul II, and he was one of my favorite saints. He had a profound influence on me and my conversion process, and still to this day, he influences me. Let me share just a little bit of how he is still influencing me. Recently, the world has received a great gift a forgotten set of catechetical teachings written by St. John Paul II based on the Apostle Paul, St. Paul, his famous address to the people of Athens at the Aragopagus. Now, that's just fascinating to me because these teachings, handwritten in Polish by the young Archbishop Karol Watiwa of Krakow, was, I kid you not, literally found in a drawer. And what is strikingly beautiful is his thought and meditation on the Christian faith for skeptics and unbeliever, unbelievers from Paul's address to the Aragopagus. He writes out these meditations and he reflects on them and he reflects on the human being's search for life's meaning the reasons for unbelief and Christ's divine love and redemption and the nature of God's grace. Then he goes further. He ponders the nature of the divine and human love, the essence of prayer at its deepest sense of communication with the divine. So these are all fascinating themes that we could spend endless hours contemplating Let's go right to the, our book of the day, because we have a lot to unpack. And to set the stage, the place is Mars Hill, Greece. That place is where St. Paul is believed to have addressed the Athenians at the Aragopagus. The time is roughly 45 AD or a little bit after. And the main character of the story begins his speech. Quote, Now, while Paul was waiting for them at Athens, his spirit was provoked within him as he saw that the city was full of idols. So he argued in the synagogue with the Jews and the devout persons and in the market place every day with those who chanced to be there. Some also of the Epicurean and Stoic philosophers met him. And some said, what would this babbler say? Others said, he seems to be a preacher of foreign divinities, 
because he preached Jesus and the resurrection. And they took hold of him and brought him to the Aragopagus, saying, May we know what this new teaching is which you present. For you bring some strange things to our ears. We wish to know, therefore, what these things mean. Now all the Athenians and the foreigners who lived there spent their time in nothing except telling and hearing something new. So Paul, standing in the middle of the Aragopagus, said, Men of Athens, I perceive that in every way you are very religious. For as I passed along and observed the objects of your worship, I found also an altar with this inscription, To an unknown God. What therefore you worship as unknown, this I proclaim to you. The God who made the world and everything in it, being Lord of heaven and earth, does not live in shrines made by man, nor is he served by human hands as though he needed anything, since he himself gives to all men life and breath and everything. And he made from one every nation of men to live on the face of the earth, having determined, allotted, periods, and the boundaries of their habitation that they should seek God in the hope that they might feel after him and find him. Yet he is not far from each one of us, for in him we live and move and have our being. As some of your poets have said, for we are indeed his offspring. Being then God's offspring, we ought not to think that the deity is like gold, or silver, or stone, a representation by the art and imagination of man. The times of ignorance God overlooked, but now he commands all men everywhere to repent, because he has fixed a day on which he will judge the world in righteousness, by a man whom he has appointed, and of this he has given assurance to all men by raising him from the dead. Now when they heard of the resurrection of the dead, some mocked, but others said, We will hear you again about this. So Paul went out among them. But some men joined him and believed. Among these is Dionysus, the Aragopagite, and a woman named Demarius, and others with them. End of quote. And that is a reading from the Acts of the Apostles from the Holy Bible, Acts seventeen sixteen through seventeen thirty three. So, since I just read from the Holy Bible, let us now turn to our actual book of the day, which was not the Holy Bible, though it could be, and it ought to be. But today's book that we're reviewing is written by. St. John Paul II. It's actually an uncompleted work of his notes, but the book has been published by Ave Maria Press, and the title is Teachings for an Unbelieving World, Newly Discovered Reflections on Paul's Sermon at the Aragopagus. And let's go to the book for our actual first pull quote. Quote, In this short cycle of 13 catechesis, I would like to focus together with all of you 
on the Areopagus of Athens, referring to the event described in the Acts of the Apostles. The Apostle Paul of Tarsus has recently crossed the border between Asia Minor and Macedonia, setting foot on the European continent for the first time. Arriving in Athens, he finds himself right in the center of culture, philosophy, art, and religion of the ancient world. This place remains a symbol today, not only of a great past linked to Greece and Athens, but also a symbol of what has endured for centuries and generations. The entire culture of Europe, of Western civilization, comes from there, from Greek culture, from the Aragopagus, as from a spring. Therefore, this chapter from the Acts of the Apostles constitutes the ideal background for these catechesis, addressed to the people of our time. Moreover, the person who speaks in this place, Paul of Tarsus, not only represents history, but also is a symbol. He, a Pharisee who converted to Christ, who had previously persecuted the nascent church, speaking at the Aragopagus, testifies to the encounter of the spiritual heritage of Israel with the heritage of Greece. We come from this double heritage. So deepening the theme of the catechesis cycle in progress, we will have the opportunity to return to our spiritual origins. End of quote. So right away we understand Western civilization comes from there. John Paul II emphasized in his writing, which then over centuries makes up the entirety of the culture of Europe. In fact, which John Paul II emphasizes in italics like a spring. Springs are places of refreshment, places to fill up your water bottle for a further journey, a place to perhaps take a rest. A spring offers a great word picture for reflection and ponder these newly discovered catechesis. In addition, we are reminded that Paul of Tarsus is almost a symbol in this history. He testifies to the encounter of the spiritual heritage of Israel with the heritage of Greece. I like John Paul II's observation here, saying we come from this double heritage returning to our spiritual origins. And so between our long reading from the Acts of the Apostles and from this first couple paragraphs of the Catechesis from John Paul II, as he was writing as Bishop Carol Watiwa, we've had some dense, dense verbiage to get through. However, now it is indeed fascinating that some 2,000 years later, in May of 2001, the 264th successor to the Apostle Peter and the counterpart to the St. Paul, Paul of Tarsus, we read about. That successor to Peter, St. John Paul II, would visit this same Aragopagus. He would walk the same area. He would look out at the world from the very same spot, the same spot where Paul walked and delivered his speech. And to add some color to this scene, we have one of the heavyweights in Catholic thought, George Weigel, who wrote the foreword to this book. Again, the book's title is The Teachings for an Unbelieving World, 
newly discovered reflections on Paul's sermon at the Aragopagus by St. John Paul II. Let's go to the foreword of this book by George Weigel. Quote, that St. Paul's address to the Athenians on the Aragopagus held a special place in the religious and pastoral imagination of St. John Paul II was vividly illustrated by the determination he showed in gently but firmly insisting that the Mars Hill of the ancient world be part of his, his itinerary when he visited Athens in May of 2001, completing his jubilee pilgrimage through the sites of salvation history. There had been considerable local opposition to holding an ecumenical meeting there, with various Greek Orthodox voices complaining of Wotiwa's hegemonic tours. But John Paul was never one to let irrational bigotry get in the way of evangelical witness. So the Holy Synod of Greek Orthodoxy was finally persuaded to meet the Pope where St. Paul had met the Athenian bipeasants of his day, shortly after John Paul arrived in Athens on May 4, 2001. And after weeks of controversy on the very possibility of their meeting, the Orthodox clergy spontaneously applauded the Bishop of Rome. What did the Aragopagus mean to John Paul II? I think it seemed to him a biblical metaphor for the church's situation in post-Christian Europe and indeed throughout the postmodern West, as an apostle of the Gentiles had tried to introduce the Athenians to an unknown God, the one true God, through language and imagery that began with the Athenians' own experience. So the church of the 21st century, in the third millennium, must meet men and women where the church finds them. In all their confusions and strivings, working from the material at hand, what we sometimes call sema verbe, seed of the word, to open cold hearts and brittle minds to the warmth and liberating truth of the gospel. End of quote. Weigel goes on to outline the most important themes from this book, such as the origins of the West, that profound intersection of Jerusalem and Athens of which both contributed to the building up Western civilization that led to one of the greatest flourishings over centuries, despite the frailties of each and every human being. And sometimes because of that same frailty, because of that same human sin, that quest to dominate others via war and slavery. Among the other important themes, Weigel outlines is humanity is theotropic. That it's innate in human beings that they're wired to desire to love and seek God. Whereas the great 4th century Saint, Saint Augustine summed up for all of us so eloquently, our hearts are restless until they rest in you, O Lord. Which comes from his confessions, which we covered back in Mojo Minute 98. So there is much to say here. And again, many thanks to Ave Maria Press, who published this work. Kudos, huge kudos to them. They helped translate it into English. And we know from Weigel's biography, Witness to Hope, that this very young Archbishop Carol Wateel would almost make famous 
his prophetic role in the 1966 observance of 1,000 years of Christianity in Poland. And at the same time he was preparing for that observance, he was writing these 13 catechesis. So there's tons of more details that I'm sure you would find interest interesting. I encourage you to get the book, read it, keep it on a shelf close to you, keep it close to your Bible. And we're going to return next week, next Sunday for another Catholic corner, part two of this book, because there's so much here to cover, but suffice it to say, we have a great deal to contemplate in our own reflections and meditations with the word of God in our own lives. But what a great joy it is to get a peek into the mind of this great saint with this book. So in today's Catholic corner, as the world becomes more and more irreligious, not pagan, that should be clarified. The world is becoming more and more irreligious, meaning zero belief in any God, no belief in anything religious or having religious value. And some would say it is going more spiritual. That vague notion of whatever is out there. I'm not sure what that spirituality means or what it's rooted in. Sounds quite irreligious to me. But these reflections from Pope St. John Paul II on another great saint, St. Paul of Tarsus, can help guide us. I think, on these very choppy waters of our early 21st century, which is a world that's returning more and more to that pre-Christian world of barbarism, which with each and every year. So let us pray today as we encounter more and more chaos, as we encounter more and more evil which we have brought upon ourselves by our lack of faith as a society and as a culture, let us pray that through these reflections and these biblical meditations, that we too can turn to a God, perhaps that same God that St. Paul preached about some 2,000 years ago on that famous hill outside Athens, when he said, quote, in him, We live and move and have our being. Amen. Thank you for joining us. We hope you enjoyed this Theory to Action podcast. Be sure to check out our show page at teammojoacademy.com where we have everything we discussed in this podcast as well as other great resources. Until next time, keep getting your mojo on. Are you a voracious reader who yearns for a deeper understanding of your favorite books? Or perhaps you're a busy professional seeking to enrich your knowledge, but short on time. The Mojo Academy 2.0 is your perfect solution. Our revamped service now includes beautifully designed monthly written reviews and PDF format to accompany our popular audio reviews. These aren't just summaries. These are comprehensive and insightful explorations of each book, packed with the actual quotes from the book, 
to enhance your understanding. With usually six to nine pages per review, they are perfect reference tools to take your learning to the next level. Get your free Mojo Academy review in written format at teammojoacademy.com or click on today's show notes for that free link. Again, teammojoacademy.com or click on today's show notes and you will see the link for the free written review. Get yours today.